0: Welcome to Let's Talk About It. I am finally, finally, it has been three weeks-ish, and I'm finally reunited via podcast with the lovely Vanessa Grimaldi. It's been three weeks. What? It's been three weeks since we've been, been back? It, I feel like it's been three Three, three. it will be three weeks from this going episode comes out. Um, we did record an episode while we were traveling in Bali, but it was a mess of an episode. And yes, honestly, I feel like... it
1: got deleted, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, I think I still have it, but we've saved you guys from that ridiculous recording. Um, <laughs> and instead, <laughs> we have today's episode for you guys that we're going to do. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a, a hot minute since we've been... Traveling, and um, I've got a bunch of questions from you guys, from you listeners, and uh, oh, that's
1: right, because you posted something about it on Instagram.
0: I did, oh, I yeah, love that, yeah. So we're gonna answer some of your guys's questions, and then just kind of like talk over some of our life lessons throughout our recent travels.
1: Let's get to it.
0: Fun stuff. So. Some of the beginning questions that you guys asked were just kind of like, what was our trip and um, what did it look like travel-wise? So this was beginning of September and first I flew to New York and then from New York, we met in Toronto. And Girl, I totally (laughs) forgot about the Toronto trip.
1: I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? It wasn't beginning of September we left for Bali on... Oh, there's so many stories, you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. There's okay, a lot. I'll let, I'll let you start, but I want to talk about how... Um, I want to talk about the story of when we were supposed to be leaving and then mm-hmm. when the date... Okay, I'll talk about that one.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much more put together this recording is going to be than our original know. one. <laughs> I feel like we're going
1: off the deep end again, but let's give this one a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're going to reel it in for you guys. Um, so we started off, so there's really two big parts of this trip. The first was in Canada and then the second was in Bali. So our trip in Canada, we met up in Toronto and then um, we took a three-hour bus ride north of Toronto to Camp Walden, which was in Bancroft, I think it was. It was like a small town. Yeah. It's like halfway between Toronto and Montreal. hmm Yeah. And so it was held at Camp Walden, which was a beautiful, beautiful campground. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Amazing. And it was for a conference called Fireside. And we talked about this a little bit on Vanessa's podcast, Help I Suck at Dating. Um and We did.
1: We got into some details about Taylor.
0: <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Sure did. That was one of the questions someone actually messaged me. I, I had a little bit of a romance at camp um, and so talked about that on Vanessa's pod. And someone asked a question about like an update on that in the Instagram questions. But Will you be
1: giving an update on that?
0: Maybe. Okay. Um, but so the conference itself was focused on like business and, uh, you know, there were different angel investors and... Um, uh, startups. And it was kind of like a little bit of a tech community. Um, and was really like focused on like disconnecting from, you know, the craziness of our everyday lives and like networking in a way that like allows for a lot of authenticity. And, um, it was, it was interesting because I've never been to camp. I don't know. Did you ever go to camp? No, that was my
1: first, actually, no, I went to gymnastics sleepaway camp for a week. Hmm. and it was um it was north of quebec it was a couple hours away and that was my first time away cuz i don't know if you guys do this in the states but in grade 6 we go to a sleepaway ski week hm no yeah we go well i mean depending on where you're living so we um i never went cuz i was in competitive gymnastics and never really got a chance to take away uh, to get away from all the practice but anyway over the summertime i went to a sleepaway camp and that was my first time away from my family and I think I spoke about this with some of the founders of Fireside. It was so sad. My mom made my bed for me and my bed smelled of her angel perfume, which she still wears to this day. <laughs> and that was the first night I went to bed and I, all I smelled was her perfume and I bawled my eyes out. And it was the first time I was away from my family. Aww. It was a really big learning experience for mm-hmm. me because I wasn't eating my grandmother's food or my mom's food. I was eating camp food. Um, but the, the food at Fireside was amazing. Yeah. The... The, the, the chefs were amazing. Um, they had vegetarian options. So it was my first time being away
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I was in gymnastics camp. So this is actually my first time a, at an actual camp
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, in a cabin. Um, in like it, At one point, my weather app said it was minus five Celsius. at night. Celsius. Yeah. And at, it, it was cold. We slept with our toques on. Um, <laughs> Which is a B. Ta- Taylor had a <laughs> snuggle buddy. I had my... <laughs> Thank I, you. Had, I had a blanket and mm-hmm. socks and a, literally I slept with my jacket.
0: Yeah. And we had a sleeping bag. Um, and
1: we didn't sh- shower for like two days. We didn't days. shower the
0: entire time. Yeah. Three days. How long were <laughs> we there for? <laughs> there for like four days. <laughs> it,
1: was, it was too cold to get into the shower. I'm like, nah. It was too cold to get into Maybe like, wipes will do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the... And and I don't think we because we were kind of disconnected from social media, well kind of. Uh, listen Vanessa. I will get
1: into it. I I will get into
0: it. <laughs> we'll talk um, about the Wi Fi tent um cabin. But uh, yeah, I think we we ended up sharing a little bit less about Fireside just because we were disconnected from our phones and were really present with everything happening. Whereas like a lot of the questions that we got were about the Bali trip because we did, we were able to share more about that. But um, to me, I, f- I found that camp, you know, being something that it, an, an environment I had never been in before, um, that it was so like, It was super emotional Um, and and really like I felt felt like, not that I wasn't an adult, but like I really felt like I got back in touch with like Uh some of the playful energy within me. And even from Uh the first night when we got there, we were like, are we going to make friends? How do we make (laughs) friends? (laughs) Well, the thing is when
1: you're already going somewhere to a bar or restaurant or something like camp and you're Mm -hmm. going with a friend, you have your um, support system with you, right? Yeah. It's like a little, it's a comfort that yeah. you have with you. So you're not going to force yourself to go out there and actually interact as mm-hmm. much as you may if you are on your own. Um, and I kept thinking but,
0: about that too. I was like, what would I be doing right now if Vanessa didn't come with me? Like what, what would I be doing? I'd be so by be inter- myself. <laughs> but no, you'd
1: be interacting more. No,
0: I totally would. But I, I mean, I also wouldn't change it because I loved sharing that all of that it with you. It was so
1: much fun. Um, yeah, the whole experience was really, I found, as much as you say or think, that I wasn't disconnecting, <laughs> I, did. You, I did. You did for, for you, yeah. I did for me, um, but it was also, and I'll, I don't mind, I'll get into it. I at, the, at that point, while we were at camp, I liked someone. Mm-hmm. I was inter- romantically interested in someone. Well, not romantically, just like, I had a crush. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll put it that way. It's, no, it was it's like romantic, crush, right? yeah. You had a crush. Yeah, I, I you had, had a feelings someone. someone, and it was right after like I met this person and I was like, no, I'm not gonna have Wi-Fi for four days. And Camp Fireside actually encouraged us not to use our phones because we were gonna do stories for them and help promote them. But they're like, no, get off your phones, enjoy the experience and really yeah. connect with the people that are here, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um but of course like I wanted to check in with the my crush person and I want to check in with my emails and my agent and my Mm -hmm. family. So there was that Wi-Fi uh, cabin that I wanted to go to maybe like three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. Mm -hmm. And I didn't stay long. I stayed maybe 15 minutes to like
0: Fifteen minutes, hour. girl. No, you know what, girl. Uh, I'm
1: sorry because the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi connection sucks. So yeah, so it was, was like there.
0: at least an hour.
1: So I was there for maybe twenty minutes trying to connect to Wi-Fi, and then when I finally did, I was like, "All right, let me get all my work done." Yeah.
0: See, I um, felt like the first day. I kind of felt like that of like, oh, like I want to know like what's going on, and then once I kind of just like surrendered to like. Everything will be okay. I'm. I'm gonna be disconnected. I'm not gonna respond. Well, hold to anything.
1: on. You got disconnected to that world because
0: you were connected to someone else. Yes, but even if that had not happened, I mean, mm. there, that was really only like during the, the nighttime. Even.
1: No, it's also when you okay when you have a form of connection. This goes back to relationships all the time. Our conversations mm-hmm. always. Yep. Go back to that. But when you have a form of connection with anyone, whether it's a uh you know, a platonic relationship or a romantic relationship, it's exciting, especially anything new is exciting. Mm-hmm. So it was exciting. Can I say that it was exciting for you to be like, oh well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna bump into this person today because we're, we're at this, yeah, but it you wasn't know. like
0: we didn't go to like workshops together, like we would see each other out at the different things because then we had both ended up wanting to be there. But I think for me, like yes, I, I'm not gonna say that that wasn't a part of it. It definitely was. But even just the whole like just being at the camp itself to me was just like yeah. I don't want, like, I, I wanted to take pictures of everything, but I was also mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to talk to anyone that's not here in this environment, like right, right. now. Um, right. And like I said, that there were different workshops and, um, like the keynote, uh, speeches and stuff were like literally around like campfires and mm-hmm. oh, by the lake. And so much it was,
1: fun. we hung out until 7am in the morning, mm-hmm. not drinking, not doing anything other than sitting around a campfire singing song with people who were playing the guitar with us and then like it, it was so magical because people some people were like I'm tired I'm going off to bed but as soon as those people left a new like crowd of people came in and replaced mm-hmm. them and our, and our group just kept growing
0: yeah and my fate my so each night I think there's something really special um and the first night uh we did make a friend who then we ended up hanging out with most of the uh, weekend. And after the kind of like normal gathering was done happening, uh, we then rode around on a stolen golf cart and did like circles <laughs> in the baseball field. <laughs> and that was like so fun to do. Like that was really fun. It was silly.
1: It was silly and childish, yeah. but it, it was camp-like.
0: Yeah. Super.
1: Camp-like
0: behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the second night, uh, was also super fun. And then, I mean, my biggest takeaway from the second night was just kind of like that emotional connection that I found with someone. Um, and it was like a bit romantic as well, like in a, in a very different kind of way because, you know, you are kind of in this bubble of what camp is and like all the stars around. You can literally see the Milky Way galaxy. Like oh, it's- I saw Jupiter, guys. Yeah, Jupiter. It yeah, was we orange. saw Jupiter. Mm-hmm. But I was very confused as to where the moon was. And I was like, do you guys not have the moon in Canada? <laughs> I didn't know that you, if you see stars, you don't see the moon. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, it makes sense, but- I I was not expecting that. Um, and then the third night, we, it was like the the main night. And um, it was so special. Like, I don't, like, in terms of feeling connected to, like, a girlfriend and being, like, connected to myself, like, that would be up there in, like, my top three, like, experiences. Is that when um,
1: the keynote speaker,
0: mm-hmm. what's yes, his name? Yes, I saw the, one of the, like co-owners of Camp Walden gave, um, the keynote that night, or actually was introducing the keynote, mm-hmm. uh, who was Peter Katz, who I'm going to have on the pod, uh, in a few episodes. He's a musician and gave a beautiful keynote and, um, From Toronto.
1: Oh no, he's actually from Montreal. I take that back. He's from Montreal originally.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. and Saul started out, you know, with introduction and with giving the speech and it was just, I don't I don't even know what it was about it. Maybe you can speak more to it, but we throughout the entire night of both speeches were just, and I think maybe I had started first and then (laughs) I was just a mess the whole time, but we were both just like bawling our eyes out. It was
1: a, a, it was a moving speech because Mm -hmm. he also, it encompassed music Um, and he would give a, a part of his, his background and his story um, and he was this, at one point a struggling artist, um, and kind of wanted to just give up on his career. Mm-hmm. Remember, he mm-hmm. was like in the kitchen uh, and like kind of just like broke down on the floor and told his girlfriend yeah. like I can't do
0: this." Well, and he and was, I think those he was like married the, and talked about his relationship oh, that's a little it, bit, right? And...
1: Right, and that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So that was like another trigger for me. I'm like, oh, well, my engagement mm-hmm. didn't work out for me. Um, and I think the words when he said, I, I just can't do this anymore." Um, that's when it hit me. Um, because oftentimes like it's, we have these ideas of things that we want to do. And then sometimes you want to pursue whether, whether that's like a relationship or a career choice or whatever it is. And it's so easy to just be like, I'm not going to do this or I can't do it. And I think we all kind of experience those emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, it just, it brought back different situations in my life, whether that was like career decisions or my the, 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 the ending of my engagement. Mm-hmm. And I just broke down into tears and I'm like, I can so relate to that. And then he went off into singing a song and I was just a mess. We yeah. were both. I was literally crawled up into a ball in mm-hmm. your arms, like sobbing,
0: rocking yep. back and forth. Yeah, we both were. We were literally mm-hmm. just holding each other and yeah. like shaking and like crying. And it was... To me, it felt like I don't – I am don't even remember looking around at other people, but I'm sure other people were shedding tears as well. And even before Peter did his keynote, uh, even when just Saul was talking about like mm-hmm. what camp is and like what he mm-hmm. wants everyone to take away from camp and just kind of like the connectedness of it all and of us like all just coming and just being who we are like – and now that for me was one of the really like – just grounding parts of being there was that it didn't feel like anyone was like trying to be anything. And Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I felt super emotional was because, uh, I mean, within this community, like using the word emotional intelligence is like a normal thing that people would just say. Mm -hmm. And I think one of them had said it at some point during their speech and like that kind of like triggered some emotion in me to be like, Yeah. Like this feels like I'm getting reconnected with a part of me that I haven't been connected with for so long, especially with everything from the show and how like that's changed both of our lives over the last two years and just feeling like home
1: in a Uh weird way.
0: Like feeling Uh at home with people who just cared about each other. And like we Uh all kind of had different passions and different things we were working towards, different companies, different um, paths and backgrounds. But like we were all there to support each other. And that was just a, such a beautiful, emotional and thing. And genuinely,
1: genuinely want to get to know about each other.
0: hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things uh, that Peter did, and I'm really excited to meet up with him when I go to Toronto and have him on an episode and um, just introduce you guys to the wonderfulness that is Peter Katz. Um, But he brought his friend out and his friend- Oh, um, yes. thank you cards. mm -hmm, Yes. And um, his whole mission is like expressing gratitude and feeling like we should really like make sure that we say thank you to the people that, you know, have- touched us in some way and to, um, like, he, he said that, he's thro- that he throws thank you parties at his house. And I was like, that's so sweet. And mm-hmm. the whole time he was talking about it, like, we were just continuing to be super emotional. And then we had thank you cards. And so we wrote a card uh, to a special person in our life that, you know, we wanted to express gratitude to. And I wrote mine to Colin, who was on a very early episode of the podcast, White white male privilege and the whole time I'm writing his card, I'm like sobbing and I gave it to him uh, just the other night when he was over and, you know, continue to have a conversation about like why I'm thankful to have him in my life. And you could literally see like my teardrops on the card Aww. with my mascara on it. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. And then who did, who did
1: you write yours to? Um, I wrote mine to my mom. I think it was a general card to my family, actually.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, And how... I mean, my family has been through everything with me, and they're so supportive, and they're my biggest cheerleaders. So Mm -hmm. um, that first card was to them, and then the second card was a card that we were to -hmm. write to ourselves.
0: And do you have your card? I...
1: I think I do. I think it's over here. I have to go find it. Okay. I have a card that actually someone that I met mm. at, yes, at Fireside I that. wrote to me. Yeah, um, Elliot.
0: Aww.
1: And he wrote, Vanessa, it is new friends like you that make life and Fireside so enjoyable. I look forward to all the future chats about
0: helping others in life. He was very sweet. Yeah, he was very sweet. And I have to find my card. Yeah, so I want you to hopefully find your card. Um, sorry, we should have touched on this beforehand. Um, but you then wrote me a card, and I wish that I had a second, like another blank card, because I wanted to write you one. And I mean, I still can and not be on. I
1: took, I their know, they said card. take two. I took three.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, can I read your card that you wrote me? Absolutely. Okay. And it made me cry, because it's so sweet. Um, you said, Tay resilient. That's what you are. Authentic. It's what may scare people away. Loyal. That's why the real people stay. You've taught me so much about myself from day one. Our stories, paths, thought process, hearts are so in line with one another, and I am truly grateful to have you not only in my life, but for you to have impacted it. Thank you. Thank you for being you and for always allowing me to be me. Love you, Vanessa.
1: And it's so, and it's so true. It is so true. I feel like, ow, I just ebbled myself right now. I just feel like you're one of those people that, um, and it's sad because we know if I meet people in the street, they're like, oh, your friends with Taylor, how is she in real life? I'm like, she got a, uh, fraction of like, we all, the thing is that people don't realize when we're on the show, you see a fraction of a person's personality. And whatever fraction that is, it's exemplified and amplified Mm -hmm. to like another degree. So you're one of those people that, and I'm going to expand on this card, you're one of those people that you're able to have meaningful and thoughtful conversations and relationships with people. Um, And that could actually scare some people away because some Mm -hmm. people are just used to nowadays texting or having, um, you know, just having like quote unquote friends
0: Mm -hmm. um, that I can feel uh, like threatening when someone tries to like,
1: yeah, that actually actually that wants to get to know a little bit more about you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I love that about you. And it's so it's, it's just like, it's, it's rare to find. It's rare to find someone that you can just be yourself around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we spent quite a bit amount of time (laughs) together from fireside. Then we went to Bali together. And that alone is a 26 hour flight. Mm-hmm. trip to go to Bali and then another 26 hours to come back and even while we we're coming back we're like oh should I come to <laughs> should I come to Portland? <laughs> I was like just come to Portland with me. <laughs> I had to fly back into Portland and I was just like it, and I went back to Montreal but it was um you know whenever you travel that long or any form of travel or vacation with anyone it, it's you make or break that friendship or relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And We're both, um, opinionated, strong minded individuals, Mm -hmm. but I think why we get along so well is that we, uh, we value our personal space. So I know that, you know, if you need space to like do your own thing, I will give it to you because that means I'll get my own space as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important to find, whether that's in a friendship or in a partner, Mm -hmm. um, to have your own thing going on and then to connect when, when you're, you've filled up your own, um. Um, what's the expression cup or bucket
0: to bucket, the
1: bucket, piggy bank, piggy bank. Piggy I think bank. it's also, yeah, it's also a bucket. I think yeah, you can or fill it's up a, a, a cup,
0: bucket. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you actually, you touched on one of the questions that someone, um, asked us, they asked if we are in tune with when we want each other, uh, to have together time versus personal solo time. And I think, yeah, I think we balance that really well, actually. Um, but you were not able to find your thank you card that you wrote to yourself? No,
1: it's, uh, it has to be like in a, my pile of, I don't feel like going through my pile of paper mm, right now. Yeah. Cause it's going to make, make, make way yep. too much noise. Yeah. So
0: what, what would you say to yourself?
1: <sighs> what would I say to myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was thanking myself for, Do you I want me to read remember. mine and then? Yeah, read yours, and I think it'll bring back what I re- wrote
0: to okay. myself. So my, so they actually had um, while we were all all writing this in the you know big group of us, uh, they had someone come up and share their cards. And so for the first one, it was like you know to another person in your life, and I had raised my hand for that, and someone else had gone up, and then then it was like, oh, now you're gonna write one for yourself, and. Then they were like, can we to up and share? And I was like, oh, well, I can't not raise my hand again. If I raised it for talking about other people, like I should still raise my hand even if it's, you know, thinking myself. Um, so I raised my hand and then I actually ended up going up and reading this one. Uh, and there's still, I can see my mascara tear marks Aww. on this card too. <laughs> um, and I wonder if they, they were like videotaping it. So I'm going to see if they have footage of yeah. it. Um, but I said taylor thank you for being resilient and continuing on even when you didn't want to even when you didn't think you could you're capable of so much and i want you to believe that you're enough thank you for experiencing your pain and for sharing it and using your support you are okay love you taylor you are more than okay yeah i was like i'm okay I'm going to be okay. And even when I don't feel like I'm okay, like I know I will be okay. And that's okay.
1: (laughs) And you're, you're, you're always there to, um, emotionally support and help others, which is, um, which is amazing to, to have in a friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, and you too. well, I mean like you'll, you'll, and I was, so I was in New York city this weekend and I met up with, um, Jacqueline uh-huh and jenna and jacqueline was saying how she shared my the same thoughts uh as i do about you and she was like you know it's so rare to find someone like taylor who actually cares about you she's like she messaged me and randomly said i love you and i was like yeah that's taylor like she'll like you're a thoughtful person oh i didn't know that she said that that's so sweet yeah she's like that she's like i felt so connected to her i'm like yeah well she's you're a thoughtful person and Mm-hmm. Even when I landed in New York, you called to see, like, how I was doing and, you know, because I was going through my own stuff. And
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: it's um, moments like that where you realize, like, today's Canadian Thanksgiving. And I'm so thankful to have people like you in my life mm-hmm. that genuinely care about my happiness and my mental well-being and my emotional well-being and physical well-being and me as a whole. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you are more than okay.
0: You are... You are amazing. I'm doing great. Thank you. You're so sweet. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think like from that fireside experience, I felt super, super close to you and not knowing, you know, how we were going to do traveling together for such a long time. Um, but I mean, looking back, like you were so thoughtful and so caring towards me in so many ways. Like even, I mean, I won't get full into detail about uh, this story at camp, even though it's one of my favorite stories of you, Um, but you were worried. (laughs) So I did my first live podcast. Uh, I was like, wait, where is she going with this? (laughs) Now I know. uh, I did my first live podcast at camp and Vanessa was having some personal issues, but was uh, so concerned about being late to the recording and I didn't even think about it. And I was like, yeah, like she'll be here when she gets here, you know. And, um, <laughs> the fact that like, first of all, you had a very, um, <laughs> a very reasonable <laughs> excuse for being a little late. Um, yep. but just the fact that like the way you even described it was like, you were so concerned and like, you didn't want me to think that you were being a bad friend and that you really wanted to be there on time and that you were really proud of me and really wanted to support me there. Like was super, super sweet. Of course. Yeah.
1: I am so proud of you, and I'm glad that I made um, part of your live podcast. (laughs) Literally ran, guys. Our cabin was from the other side of the camp. It was a big campsite. Yeah. I had to run, find out where you guys were recording the podcast and Mm -hmm. run there.
0: Um, And it was was cold that day, too. It was, yeah. It was. Um, And so... From there, we started this journey to Bali, um, and some of you guys asked like questions about uh, you know the travel and what that looked like time wise. And you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but we flew from Montreal to uh, Vancouver, Vancouver for a layover, and th- that was about five and a half hours. Then Vancouver to Brisbane, Australia, which was like fifteen hours. Then from Brisbane to uh Despenzar in Bali, which was like another six hours. So I didn't even keep track of those numbers numbers just now. I don't know how to add that up correctly, but it's a lot of hours. <laughs> I think it was like twenty six
1: hours with our layover, mm-hmm. and remind like mind you, we go from Montreal uh, time zone to Vancouver West Coast, then Vancouver to Australia. That's like we're skipping a day, mm-hmm. and then between Australia and Bali, Indonesia, that's another time zone. Yeah, so we're we jet lagged.
0: Yeah, we're jet lagged. Um, but- we're hungry. We're tired. Oh, and of course, I mean, you want to make sure that you're like dressed comfortably, like especially for us women when we're traveling. Sometimes like wearing bras can be incredibly uncomfortable. And thankfully, I actually was wearing my Le Mystères bra on our flights and it was... Comfortable. It looked good. It felt great. Um, I didn't feel like I was sacrificing, you know, having a sexy bra uh, for it to actually fit good. Like I, I had both, and it was super comfortable. Um, but I, I love their products because they actually offer sizes A through H, so they're super accessible, um, and you guys can purchase them like almost anywhere: Bloomingdale's, Dillard's, Saks. If you're getting busy before your travel and don't have a lot of time to go in somewhere, you can do a Skype fitting, which is super helpful Um, and special funness for you guys. Uh, 50 of you guys can get a free Les cosmetic bag with your purchase. So if you go to lesmoustaires.com slash gift, add the bag to your cart, add your other purchases, and then use promo code Taylor, you can knock down the price of your bag to zero. That's L-E-M-Y-S-T-E-R-E.com slash gift and promo code Taylor. So make sure that you're wearing a comfortable bra and your travel will be comfortable. And you wanted to tell the story about before we left? So here I am. (laughs) I got invited to
1: this trip to Bali and which is crazy. So, you know, when you keep hearing people say, manifest what you want, put it out to Mm -hmm. the universe. Well, Taylor and I kept talking about Bali would be so fun. Like, yeah. Bali would be an amazing trip. Well, first never, we were
0: like, maybe we'll go to Europe because I'll be, like, we'll be in Toronto for the event. And then we'll, I'll go to Montreal and see, you know, your home right. and your apartment and everything. And then maybe from there, maybe we we go somewhere. And but Bali was on the
1: list. Bali was on it. We had mentioned Bali. So I was um, contacting a few agencies to see if we can make a trip to to Europe. We never really got uh, a definite answer. Mm-hmm until someone had reached out about bali vamped tours reached out about bali mm-hmm. and um so taylor and i ended up going to
0: bali together boy that was the point of the story uh, well you want to tell about wednesday right. versus okay. thursday yeah. <laughs> Vanessa um, loves, like, so, I mean, I love this story as well, I but it it's, like, so, so painful much. for the victim of this story.
1: And I mean, like, listen, I'm friends with the victim of the story, so I'm not laughing at the victim. I'm laughing with the victim. Yes. So we get back to Montreal on the Monday.
0: On Sunday. And I had... On Sunday? Yeah, we got back on Sunday. On
1: Sunday evening. On Mm -hmm. Sunday evening. And I had a doctor's appointment on Wednesday. Uh, I had a bunch of paperwork to to do for Monday and Tuesday. Um, Monday, we were kind of tired. I don't think we did anything, right? We stayed mostly indoors. Um, so Taylor didn't really get to see much of Montreal on Monday. And so we're like, okay, we're going to Bali for six days for work with this company called Vam Tours. Why don't we extend our trip since it's a 26-hour flight? Why don't we extend our trip an extra five, six days? Mm-hmm. We agreed to do that. Call the airline. called the agency.
0: Um, well, and the whole time we're like, yeah, we leave like Thursday the 12th or the 13th or whatever it was. Right. we we're, were like, yeah, we we'll leave Thursday. on Thursday. We're leaving on Thursday. We're leaving on Thursday. So we called the
1: agency and we're like, okay, listen, we want to extend our trip. To go to uh to come back to, from from indonesia they're like oh, okay so the are you talking about the trip that leaves on wednesday september six 16- when was 12th. it? september 12th and i look at, <laughs> i look at taylor and <laughs> we just start cracking up taylor falls off my chair <laughs> literally pees in her <laughs> pants and runs to the bathroom why were we laughing no joke guys Five minutes before that call, Taylor and her romantic interest from camp had just decided to get together
0: in Ottawa. In Montreal. Yeah. He had just booked us an Airbnb in Montreal, had sold his concert tickets. Oh, Um, he was coming into town. Right. So mm -hmm. he was
1: coming into town, got an Airbnb, sold his concert tickets, and was coming to visit Taylor in Montreal on Wednesday, on Wednesday, September 12th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I fell back so I'm like, whoa, how did I how did I not know that we we're leaving on a Wednesday and not Thursday? Yeah. So um I'm trying to get this all sorted out to make sure that Taylor gets a flight back to Portland and I get a flight back to Montreal. In the meantime, she's calling
0: the, the man from mm-hmm. camp man. camp
1: guy fireman um, he's really
0: actually we should just call him fireman because he built a fire he built he, did, b- a, he
1: built a really great fire. fire i have it on video yeah. and i have their first encounter on video too okay crazy um that was so random like that's crazy how do i have that that's insane i don't know okay so it, so while i'm trying to sort this out she's calling fireman <laughs> and uh trying to apologize
0: for my mistake I'm sorry, that's a bad that's a bad nickname <laughs> just I'm actually know. hearing it i'm like nope nope that okay is so good. camp
1: let's call him camp man camp, camp man camp, camp man. man um and i'm messaging camp man like apologizing sending him like justin bieber and my is it too late to say i'm sorry lyrics I actually felt really bad, but it was so funny at the same time because it was such an
0: innocent mistake. Well, and I want to point out, too, that, like, I thought about this, like, literally about an hour after processing what actually happened. That, like, with a lot of other girlfriends of mine, that whole interaction could have gone so differently. Like, you had kind of been in charge of, like, the travel. Like, I was kind of an add-on to the trip. And so it was like you had the flight information and, like we could have both looked at each other in that moment and we could have been like pissed. Like (laughs) I could have been like so pissed at you. And like, it could have been a really like negative energy space. But the fact that like we, there was no blaming on either end and it was just Mm -hmm. like, holy shit. Well, that would have been terrible. (laughs) Like, and the fact that we just both laughed at it together to me, like said a lot about our friendship and like how we feel about each other
1: yeah i mean it was innocent right and yeah absolutely
0: but i, I but and, i think that like in many other circumstances right. mm-hmm. that could have gone really bad
1: 100 percent.
0: yeah yeah but
1: it didn't it all ended up working out actually you ended up, ro- it ended I up working wet, <laughs> i went vanessa
0: i went vanessa i mean it's she wants so to tell you guys all about my dating right now <laughs>
1: It ended up working out because Taylor ended up going to Ottawa and she got to see the capital of Canada, guys. Parliament. She thought Parliament. Yeah. She it was went really out- beautiful. Honestly, I loved the city. Ottawa is pretty. It's pretty, it's clean, it's safe, mm-hmm. it's quiet, it's boring. No. It's boring. I mean, not I went in my to school experience, in Ottawa.
0: But- right,
1: but if you live there, it's boring.
0: It's delicious.
1: I mean unless you're married with kids it's great but I went to school there and then once everyone went back once we all graduated and everyone went back to their hometowns mm-hmm. I was ready to come back to Montreal because it was it was just quiet
0: um but it is beautiful and I'm glad yeah. it worked out mm-hmm. so
1: um, it did work out
0: I mean it, for me it was a lot because it was I did a 2 hour train ride to Ottawa and then yeah. uh for a night and then came back and then got ready to go to Bali. So it was like mm-hmm. not only the 26 twenty six hours of travel, but also like a two hour train ride on top of that. <laughs> yeah. No, it was um, a lot. But it, it was definitely worth it. It was a good time. Um, he's a wonderful human. But um, to <laughs> talk about Bali now and not my dating anymore, um, <laughs> we have some questions about our Bali trip. Um, any stories that you can remember about just the actual travel getting there itself?
1: Um, yeah, so I want to give a little, uh, suggestion. Yeah. We, uh, we flew into, uh, from Vancouver to Brisbane, Australia. Uh, we were flying in economy class. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're able to save money, buy yourself the economy class ticket. If you're able to save up like a thousand to $2,000 and splurge a little bit on a first class ticket Mm -hmm. for a 15 hour flight or 13 hour flight, guys do it, do it when you're at the counter, ask if there's um, a seat available. There's not many first class seats. I think there was like, maybe like 20 seats and they Uh usually they're sold out uh luckily the person that was flying into brisbane didn't make their flight so there was one seat left and Mm -hmm. i got it
0: i'm getting salty mm because then the whole time afterwards were you gonna buy it Where are you going to buy it? I wanted us to stick together, B. Girl, I was like, yo, I need
1: my
0: sleep. But no, what, the reason... I slept
1: 13 hours. The
0: reason I was so salty about it was because afterwards, she would not shut up about, oh, I slept so well. Oh, I feel so great. And I'm like, yeah, my back is killing me. And um that I, I was doing a it. long ass flight i'm glad you enjoyed yourself she's like she's like oh yeah they gave me like so many meals and i was like yeah <laughs> they gave us shit for food so cool <laughs> um, but no i would i for that i would not have spent the uh money to upgrade I, but on the way back home i would have um mm-hmm. Because then, like, you kind of know, like, for me going into it, I was like, I don't really know what this is going to be like. So, like, let's see just how shitty Mm -hmm. it is. And then if it is something Mm -hmm. that I'm like, no, I definitely need to do first class. Um, But I was also happy that you were able to get your rest because then I was able to be a little bit out of it and, like, could rely on you to kind of, like, get us going where we needed to be going a little
1: Um, no, I, that was one thing I, I never fly first class. Like I don't, I could sleep anywhere, but for that long, especially on our way back, that's when I felt it. you, you slept quite a bit on the way back from, uh, Va- uh, Australia to Vancouver. Uh, yeah. Australia, Vancouver. From
0: Bali to Australia. I was out. I slept real hard on oh, that yeah, one. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And then I, I did not sleep. Yeah. One of the things we did do, I did like little eye gels. For a bit and watched a bunch of movies and one thing that really saved me not only um in like traveling around bali but then also just the super long flights was doing the gravel gravel uh the ginger lozenges oh yeah um, i introduced you to those mm-hmm. yes oh that's
1: canadian that's a canadian brand for my americanos oh i didn't know that gravel yeah so basically dramamine is super drowsy i yeah, don't know I've if they're making yeah i don't know if i took that on my first day with nick and i was out for like two days because I, I took so it's like two pills um So if you're flying, definitely either take... You can actually just chew on ginger. Ginger, Yeah,
0: that's what I usually do. Usually those ginger chews that you have, I have like a different brand of it that I usually travel with and for whatever reason had brain farted on it. Um, But yeah, chewing the ginger both in like the long flights and Mm -hmm. uh, in the cars in (laughs) Bali was super helpful. Yeah.
1: And also you want to avoid getting sick. You're traveling a lot. Your immune system Mm -hmm. probably will get shot. Um, so buy Purell wipes and wipe down. <laughs> and I, I don't care. I, I get looked at all the time. I just flew in from New York city, 45 minute flight. I'm wiping down the headrest. Yeah. I'm wiping down the armrest. Literally the, as the, soon the as we belt. sat
0: down in any flight, this yeah. was like, where's the wet ones? Do you have the wipes?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching Yes. Yeah, not I mean, anything.
0: I definitely uh, made sure to have emergency with me, um, so I took a bunch of that, and... Um, I also use this uh, new, it's like a homeopathic cold medicine. It's called Cold Cam Um, Mm -hmm. and it was called something else in Canada and I can't remember the name of it, but definitely, oh, and my elderberry um, immune lozenges, uh, which was also super, super helpful. Um, So just make sure to have lots of vitamins and things to um, help your immune system while you travel, especially when it's a super long flight (sighs) like that.
1: Absolutely, and make sure to bring um, activated charcoal or pepto bismol yes. or uh, the grape the grape
0: uh, grape seed grapefruit seed extract. Grape, yeah, grapefruit seed extract. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to take a like mini break here, just to point out the fact that I am still actually unpacking from this trip. But as I'm unpacking, I'm going through, I'm getting rid of things that like. I no longer need or that I've had. And I'm just like, I'm not actually wearing this. It's so cute, but I just have too many things. And it's about time that I that I get rid of some of them. So I'm actually using Poshmark, which is a free app. You can download it. It has tons of brands to shop from. Um, and they're like, Great deal. So, you can find some really good bargains on there. It's such an easy way to like buy and sell items. I've been going through today and like taking photos of everything, and it's like incredibly easy, much easier than I thought going into it. Um, Shipping is super easy for both the seller and the buyer. There's super fast shipping. So, if you guys see some things on my page that you guys like, um, I will get it to you ASAP. And lucky you guys as listeners of the show, you get $5 off your first purchase. So just enter the referral code TaylorNolan5 when you sign up. That's referral code TaylorNolan5. And I'm going to keep on unpacking from this trip (laughs) and hopefully lighten up my closet. But it was a super great trip. I'm really glad that we went. Um, Someone asked uh, if either one of us has ever done a major trip on our own. Um, I don't, no, have you? Uh, not
1: on my. I mean, not major. I remember the first time I I traveled. Uh, I traveled by myself all the time. Like I love taking flights by myself. Yeah, i uh, obviously the longest one is from Montreal to uh, to uh, to LA, which is like a six-hour flight. I do that. I did that quite
0: a bit, but like a major trip, major like overseas. No, which I guess I mean, no, yeah.
1: never. Um, unless mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it unless I knew there was someone I was going to meet in that country but as a female mm-hmm. i don't feel 100 percent comfortable traveling to a foreign country um, especially if i don't speak the language or if i don't mm-hmm. know anyone or have an emergency contact there i wouldn't mm-hmm. feel comfortable doing it alone
0: yeah, so I haven't either, um, but my dear, dear, dear friend and chosen family, chosen sister, uh, Casey, has, and she did three months by herself, um, traveling all around Southeast Asia, and then actually moved to Germany by herself. Oh, I, I did not um, think she moved
1: out by herself. I thought she had a man. Yep.
0: Well, she found a man out there. Damn, is uh, that where we got to go? <laughs> I I don't know, he's from Georgia though, so I'm like, Wait, you moved to Germany and now we're dating a guy from Georgia? But, um, she's absolutely amazing and I love her to pieces. Like my friendship with you reminds me a lot of my friendship with her. Um, so I really hope you guys get to meet one day, but, um, gonna have Casey on an episode to talk about being, you know, a single woman traveling overseas alone and doing a major trip like that. So if you guys are curious about that kind of stuff, um, definitely tune into her episode, which we'll hopefully have sometime soon in the near future. Um, but another question that people asked was, what was the scariest, nerve-wracking thing to have happen to us during our travels?
1: Um, okay. Well, the scariest and most nerve-wracking thing um, before the travel, I'm, we're, we're both really big thinkers, Yeah. Okay. Um, And I think it helps you when I'm overthinking, and you get to calm me down. So before the before the trip, Mm -hmm. there was a massive earthquake that happened in an island off in Lombok in in Indonesia, which is an island not far from Bali. And I was Mm -hmm. worried because I, you know, I'm like, I don't know if we should go. Like, we should check the weather conditions and if there's any any warnings for travel. So we were going back and forth on whether or not we should do it, and if we should stay longer, if we should even go at all. So that was, I think, for me, the most nerve-wracking part of the trip is the anxiety of the unknown, of not knowing mm-hmm. if what the weather conditions were going to be like, because literally the day after we landed, there was a massive earthquake um, that
0: hit Bali. The day after we landed? The day after, or two, Yeah. The day after we landed, the, there was an earthquake. The day after we landed,
1: back in Montreal, back home. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I mean yeah. W- on our return. Um, mm-hmm. So I think. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, huge. Dang. Mhm. Like I think yeah. like
1: thousands of people died, and yeah, it was hmm. it was a, it was
0: all over the news. I'll have to look that up. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the the travel anxiety piece. Cause a lot of people asked about that, um, about if we experience travel anxiety and what triggers it. And we talked a little bit about it on our Instagram, um, just about like the anxiety that we had about traveling. Um, and I think a large part of what triggers travel anxiety is the unknown mm-hmm. is the fear of like, Not knowing what it's gonna look like, what's gonna happen, what if things go wrong, what if you miss a flight. And we were faced with that twice. Um, and not that any of our flights were delayed or anything like that, which I know is like a fear people have sometimes too, but all our flights were on time. It was just us getting there and the first. Let me tell you, the amount of sass and like just pure attitude you gave this uber driver (laughs) i wish i could have recorded the whole thing i was so (laughs) frustrated
1: because i live right next to the the highway the exit to the airport and this dude decides to take a different way and we literally get stuck downtown montreal and anyone (laughs) who's from montreal knows how terrible traffic is midday I'm like we're never mm-hmm. gonna get there and my, uh the 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 app said it, we're gonna get there in 20 minutes I'm like no we're gonna get there in an
0: hour if we're lucky we're gonna yeah. get there in an hour so mm-hmm. um and it was definitely like a, a moment where you i wish we could see your face yeah. <laughs> hold on well i was also triggered because before i left
1: i had these massive rashes on my face Okay.
0: I got it. we were honestly such a hot mess before this trip. I don't even know how we how we managed to pull it together. Oh my gosh.
1: Remember how bad my face was? I thought my face was gonna scar. I had to go get facial
0: cortisone. Oh mm-hmm. it was quite an quite an adventure. Um, but I remember as we were dealing with like that part of travel anxiety of like, are we going to make it? Like, you know, I remember we were in that dynamic where like you had high anxiety and I was able to like kind of calm you down. Mm -hmm. I was like, we're going to make it to the airport on time. It's going to be okay. We, none of this is in our control right now. Mm -hmm. I was like, we'll get there when we get there and we'll figure things out from there. And then it was like, after 30 minutes of that, <laughs> then I started to feel it set in. And I was like, shit. I was like, we can't both be freaking out at the same time. Like, pull it together, Taylor. And I was like, okay, well, what happens if we don't make this flight? Like, then who do we contact? Like, what do we do? And then I was starting to, like, you know, process Have, those logistics mm-hmm. in my head. Um, Yeah, I was like, we can't both be, like, having panic attacks at the same time.
1: <laughs> I um, was so upset. So, and then our second, oh. Oh yeah, going back to Montreal, going back to Vancouver. We're like, oh, we're gonna grab something to eat, and I kept looking back. I'm like, hey, they haven't started boarding yet. That's so weird.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. There was like, there weren't really people over there. Our flight, it didn't. Our flight was not supposed to have departed for another like 40 minutes. Right. So
1: I was on Instagram and I was get actually, uh, I posted something about like leaving Bali or something. And then someone messaged me saying, Hey, Vanessa, I'm on your flight. And they keep uh, calling out your name to check in at the gate. So I started freaking out. So we ran to our gate and they're like, Oh, yeah, we just needed to like see, we, just you know, pre-board, just the pre board stuff. Check so your we're passport. Like, okay, cool. We got time. So we start walking around. I go to the bathroom, you you know, like whatever. We go start buying stuff. This chick gets a massage. I get a massage. (laughs) We go grab something to eat. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's boarding time. And I remember you're like, no, they haven't boarded yet. I was
0: like... But in my, yeah, head- cuz there was no one over there. Like we could see our gate from where we were and I was like no one's even over there like it. Like usually, you know, you see everyone line up and you're like, "Oh God, it's so annoying why is everyone lining up?" And nothing was happening. So I was like, "No, we're fine." Yeah, and it turns out
1: everyone had already boarded. Yeah, and so the the agent comes up to our table at the restaurant <laughs> and was like, "Girls, we've been calling you. We are, we're done the boarding. we were the last." They were last like, "If two? you're getting on
0: this flight, you're going to need to run. The <laughs> last we were like, what? two. what?" Mhm.
1: The last two bozos walking into that, and it, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people there were on that flight. It was yeah. hundreds of people on that flight. Who were the last? Hundreds?
0: Girl? Really? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was bad with numbers. <laughs> you're oh, supposed
1: yes! to be the good one. No. Okay. There had to be a hundred something. 200 people at least. There's
0: three Maybe. sections. I don't, there's, I don't know. There's three sections of the flight. First class. You're right. Economy you're right. Uh, you... Yeah hmm You are the good one with numbers. Yeah. This was another way where we balanced each other out. Like one of my areas of anxiety is like, I'm not good with numbers. And so, you know, in Bali, they use rupees and I'm like, I don't know how to convert. And like the math, just like when I'm already trying to figure out logistics of like driving and how we get from this point to this point, like doing all of that processing all in one, like just... Would have, I would have like exploded. And so thankfully, like you kind of handled like the money piece. And that was like one way that I think we were able to uh-huh. help each other out with our travel anxiety. Cause I think like maybe communicating with people would have stressed you out. And like, so I kind of communicated with some of the people and. You were able to like do the math and um, that was a good way I think that we kind of balanced each other out. And it happened in like a very natural kind of way of like us just naturally delegating and like doing what comes easiest for one person and like actually expressing that too. Like I'm sure I annoyed the shit out of you with how many times I was like, wait, so
1: how many? No girl, I loved it. (laughs) I felt so smart every time I was like, and I kept explaining it to you. I'm like this and this makes a hundred and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, just give me your money, (laughs) Nothing was getting through. (laughs) But it all makes sense. And it wasn't like Mm -hmm. an expectation of each other. It just, we understood what each other's roles were to make the trip um, less stressful. And I trusted that you were going to get, you know, the driver. I trusted that you were going to pick the right Airbnbs. Not at first. Not at first. (laughs)
0: Not at first. Let me tell you. Not at first. The second one... The second one, it was a fun, it was a fun story. Okay. So the first one, let's start, let's start with this. And first I want to say too, like maybe if you're traveling with a friend who like you don't know super well that like you do maybe communicate ahead of time of like what things you think you'll be able to like handle and like, you know, kind of delegating of some tasks ahead of time could be helpful. That Um, and
1: how much, um, what each other's budget is. That's a big one. Yeah. Because if you're yeah. willing to... At one point, I think you mentioned hostel. I was like, nope, I'd rather pay for... Something Because that's
0: just, like, what people, like, say, you know? Like, when I picture, like, traveling, like, people have, like, all kinds of fun, cool stories about being in hostels. And I know, like, Yeah, but- if I'm going to, like, go travel, then, like, yeah, I want to meet people and, like, maybe you do a hostel. Like, isn't that, like, what people do? Like, I have no clue.
1: I think, like, that's what people do when they're right off of college and they take a year off and they start traveling and they don't have the money Kit- to
0: afford. Kit is 30... 30- I'm not going to... I'm not gonna throw them. Under don't the expose it like that. <laughs> uh, but no, Kit stays in hostels when he travels. Oh, really? And, well, and he's it's also more a man. like
1: I would. I don't know. I, I, for yeah. me, safety. And we spoke about this. Even Airbnb, safety is my number one top priority. It could yes. be like the dingiest place,
0: but if it's like five star um, safety, I will. I'd rather stay Which, there. At, at times, it can be a little, maybe a little irrational. Mm, no.
1: no not in a foreign country no not when you're
0: 26 hours away
1: from your from like
0: yes your medical system no yes so girlies you got health insurance (laughs) girl (laughs) you gotta um, wait like nine days before you get checked (laughs) you're like dying in the the waiting room So to start off, you know, we, we stayed with vamped, uh, for the first six days and then we were kind of on our own the next, what, five or maybe six days. Mm -hmm. Um, and literally had no, like. The last day we were in the hotel, um, we still had no clue where we were going to be staying. And our driver was picking us up at noon. And it literally was not until like 12, 15. Like he was waiting for us. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to get you the address in like a minute. Where I remember this was the only time during our travels where I felt like I... I'm gonna murder this. <laughs> I was still going where, around
1: asking people, like, "Hey guys, like, where do you think the best spot to stay in Ubud?
0: Where literally you had made a comment about like Airbnbs aren't safe, like we're not staying in an Airbnb. Well, and it was this... so matter of fact. It was so matter of fact, and like all or nothing. That I like, I was like, "What?
1: Uh, uh, well, hold on. What? This is also because a friend of mine who lived there for six mm-hmm. months told me." don't do it. I know someone that stayed at an Airbnb and they got robbed. And I'm like, I got my computer with me. I got my cell phone. If, mm-hmm. if I lose both of those things, how will I communicate with my passport? Like that's my number one top priority. So I yes. just didn't want to have to compromise my safety for my money.
0: Yes, totally agree. And this is where like we kind of went back and forth a little bit about like we can find Airbnbs that are safe and like maybe we do hotels and and what do we do? And then literally as we're waiting for the car, you're like going up to other guests in the hotel like, <laughs> oh, so where have you stayed? And he's like, oh, yeah, I stayed at this beautiful Airbnb. And then you're like, oh, so Airbnbs are safe. <laughs> and then we found the Airbnb and um, went there and it was a good experience. And I was host. very happy
1: with that decision and I thanked you for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and I and I remember we had a moment where I was like, "Thank you for trusting me." Like, I'm I'm glad we're doing this, and I think it will be a good time. It was a really good location. Um, our host also did like meditations, and so we did a meditation with her. And do you want to share like your takeaway from that experience it was like a sound movement meditation where we like aligned our chakra i loved it
1: i love being loud so like you have
0: to basically open up your
1: chakra we have seven chakras so basically start starting from your pelvis all the way to the top of your head and mm-hmm. you have to make these sounds like, oh, uh, each chakra. Yeah, each chakra. <laughs> each chakra has a sound and a color. <laughs> and I was going all out. Like, I'm like, I'm going to voice my, I'm going to open up these chakras. Cause yeah. at first she came to see if our chakras were online and she checks Taylor and she's like, Oh yeah, you're pretty good. She checks me and I'm way out of like, way out of line. <laughs> so I'm like, I really got to work on these chakras to make sure. So I'm like really voicing, you know, really getting into it um and then at one point um she's like feel your aura around you i don't know if it's the vibration i don't know if it's the if it's due to the vibrations of the sounds that you're making with your mouth and like it vibrates throughout your body but everything around us we there's vibrations everywhere around us Mm -hmm. so um i literally felt like i remember having my eyes closed and this is after we're done doing the meditation um uh, was maybe like an hour and a half. And I remember opening up my, my arms and feeling my aura and my energy around mm-hmm. me. And I pictured a rainbow of colors because every chakra is a different color. I pictured a rainbow of colors around me. And I just felt like I was able to touch this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, I can't explain it. Like, I felt like a, a like hula hoops were around me and I was able yeah. to touch those hula hoops around me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, it was at first I was like, I felt really centered in it. And then as we started going, it was kind of like, okay, this is getting a little out of my comfort zone. And uh, I remember there was like a split second where like we looked at each other and I just felt like we're in this. And I was like, we're doing it. And we were, it was kind of like a, here we go. <laughs> and... <laughs> and it was, it was really like refreshing to kind of like surrender to any of those like judgments that you might have about yourself or about like what this experience could be and just really like being there and even at the at the end talking about the aura like that was a very um like uh, sensational experience. Like, you literally could feel as if there was a, a aura, a space around you. You know, your, your like, uh, gravitational pool was, like, around mm-hmm. you. And it was a very, like, I want to say almost like orgasmic mm-hmm. uh, experience and like a very awakening. Like I felt very powerful afterwards. I felt very like I'm ready to take on anything. And I spoke to a girlfriend here um, in Seattle who does like a chakra meditation like every morning. And she was like, it's it's incredible. She does and it the same way that um, – yeah she does
1: like the breathing like mm-hmm. that uh, oh that i almost fainted i was like okay uh why mm-hmm. do we have seven chakras right now i wish you only had one <laughs> <laughs> by the time i got <laughs> to the seventh i was like
0: <laughs> dead yes yeah, so i definitely had to like stop and like t- take a few gulps to like mm-hmm. you know get my throat wet again because it was very drying um but no that that was like one of my favorite experiences of Bali was doing that chakra meditation, and then we got um, of the seven chakras. Our heart chakra is one that speaks to both of us a lot, and so we got like matching chakra heart bracelets, um, which I'm still wearing. Mine. I don't wear it when I shower, so it's. I still wear it. Did you sh- have you showered since <laughs> Um Yes, I have. Thank you very much. <laughs> haven't left the apartment very much, but I have showered.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, That was, yeah, that was an amazing experience because the first six days we're there, we're staying in five-star resorts, which were beautiful. I mean, Mm -hmm. stunning. Uh, the, The staff was amazing. The food was amazing. But at one point, we just wanted to experience the culture. And so I am glad that we stayed at that Airbnb, and I thank you again for convincing me and and for choosing yeah. uh, a safe location,
0: um, yeah. And thank you for trusting me.
1: And that, and we wanted to do that meditation, so I'm glad that was checked off mm-hmm. of our bucket list.
0: Yeah. Um, and sorry, One of the questions someone asked me was, "Was Vanessa a good roommate?" <laughs> And yes, yes, she was. She was a wonderful, wonderful roommate. Um, even the last night, I had a really bad migraine and ended up getting sick. And if you guys listened to my episode with Michael Landsberg, the live podcast from Fireside, uh, you heard us bond over our phobia of throwing up. And um, this was one of those times, uh, first time in a, several years where um, I was sick and... Um, It was so, 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 so incredibly thankful to have you there with me. And like, I I don't know that I would have felt as like, okay about it. Like, I feel like I handled it fairly well, even though internally I was like freaking out about it, thinking I was going to die. But just your like calming presence around it all, like I felt like I was going to be okay.
1: Yeah. I think it was, I can relate to, uh, the phobia of vomiting. Cause I don't, I, that's one thing. And I, I expressed this mm-hmm. to you while you were sick. I'm like, you're doing really well. You were calm and you were cool. I would have been running around the couch, like freaking out and crying and trying to uh, distract mm-hmm. myself from the feeling of having to vomit. Um, yeah. but I get migraines quite often. So I knew exactly what you were going through. I knew what helps. Mm-hmm. I knew like the trigger points and. Where you should be massaging yourself, so i to- mm-hmm. totally empath- empathize um yeah, and I was there for you in a way that I knew you would have been there for me too mm
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and it was um before before I kind of get into like what our our last uh night and and morning was like, was there anything else from in between the trip that you want to share that you want to share or um oh
1: well. Oh, wow. Sunset. Sunset in Mm -hmm. Seminyak was the most magical, um, Mm -hmm. breathtaking experiences. And I actually just finished doing a podcast with Dean and and Jared. And they're like, where would you go on a a first date? I'm like, honestly, I would go back to Seminyak so I can experience that sunset with someone Mm -hmm. I love. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love you, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to make out with someone in the process. There was someone who was like (laughs) playing the saxophone live and... Just the atmosphere was just so incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think I also, I'm a big planner. Um, Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I remember my sister was messaging me asking, where are you guys staying next? And I'm like, I don't know. We're checking out of this Airbnb, not knowing where we're going next. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you're just living the YOLO life. I'm like, that's so not me. But I actually didn't care. I was like, we'll end up somewhere and we'll be happy with it. We're in a safe country. Mm -hmm. We're with each other. We're going to have fun regardless. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think for the first time, I kind of like
0: let go of the idea of controlling. Um, Yeah. And that's like I think the biggest thing that travel can teach you. It's the biggest challenge for me in letting go of control. Mm -hmm. Like the minute that I leave my house for a trip, I'm like, okay, okay. I surrender to the universe, I will do my best and we will, we will see where this goes. And like, regardless of what happens, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, leaving, I had to take Lily to my parents in Oregon and leaving Oregon, my flight to New York was booked wrong. It was booked out of Portland, Maine. And I'm literally (laughs) on my way to the freaking airport (laughs) trying to check in for my flight. And I'm like... Why isn't this working? And then I'm like, oh my God, they booked this out of Maine, not Oregon. And so then I'm like, oh, my whole travel is ruined. Like I'm not going to make it to Toronto, which means I'm not going to make it to Montreal, which means I'm not going to make it to Bali, like all this stuff. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to take this step by step. We're going to figure it out. The biggest, biggest challenge in letting go of control, traveling. 100%. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad that you got to experience the sunset and I'm so glad that we did kind of just go with like the flow of it all. You know, like... And I think um, as much as I was posting on social media,
1: I wasn't even... I realized I was never really posting myself on social media. I was posting mm -hmm. about my surroundings or food (laughs) and like... Um, and then when I, there
0: was wonderful, it it really was. And
1: when I got back to my travels, like, oh man, now I have to get back to putting myself on video on Instagram again. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was nice to, to disconnect in that sense, as much as we were still on our social media. It wasn't, I, I didn't feel like the need to be posting myself on it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, someone asked, does traveling to beautiful places like Bali make you want to live abroad? And where do we want to travel to next? Okay.
1: I, since high school, I always said, um, I, I love Montreal. Montreal's my hometown. I think this is where I'll eventually um, buy a house and kind of make this home semi permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to be able to have a home here and also travel with my kids and my husband for maybe the first five years of their life because that's when they're in pre K or kindergarten. Um, and I want my kids to be able to experience different culture and different languages. When we were, you want
0: to save that for when they're able to like really like take it in oh, when they're a little I, bit. I little mean, there. at that point,
1: yeah, in university, they can go off and like try. They can they can go to university and do that. Mm-hmm. But I think um, there's you, you're, when you're young, you, you your brain is a sponge, right? And you can learn True, so yeah. many valuable things if you think about psychology. Things that are were triggered. Mm-hmm. Things that were triggered right now in our lives dates yeah. back to things that happened to us in the first five years of our childhood.
0: True. So, 40 of you. I mean, I read books. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that you're like, when you think about psychology. I know, it's true. <laughs> if you
1: think about like things yeah. that were triggered by now, it, it goes back to like having to dig up things that happened to us in our past that we don't, we're we not even aware Absolutely. of, but it has happened to us and it shaped us and molded us into that person. So uh, when we were in Bali, we actually went to Call um, Farm. and My favorite. Yes. how oh, we
0: didn't even talk about well, that. Yeah, what, that was like, my why, favorite part yeah. of
1: my experience. And right next door, so basically the co-founder of Call Farm, um, his father created the green school, which is right Mm -hmm. next door. And it's a school it's made out of bamboo and it's based. I think it's like experiential learning, experiential hands-on hands-on learning. They create no
0: standardized testing. None of that. Yeah.
1: Um, and I'm like, that's so cool. I would love to be able to teach somewhere like this or have my kids learn about this form Mm of, um, education. So yeah, I would live abroad. I'm not opposed to it. Mm hmm. My next travel, I would love... We uh, had a layover in Australia. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to be here a little bit longer. So definitely Australia. I would love to um, visit that next.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um... Just quickly on the, on the farm, um, before we wrap up, the, the farm was the Kul Kul farm and they were absolutely amazing. And I would love to, uh, someone did ask like, what part of Bali do you miss the most? And like, for me, it was the farm and the people I met at the farm, um, who were just really wonderful. And, um, we ended up having a double date one day with the guys. Stop! <laughs> It wasn't. Hold on.
1: It wasn't actually a double date. I mean, I guess it was,
0: it was a. a double date. It was a. It was a double date, Vanessa. That's okay. It was a double date, and we had a good, we had a fun time. It we actually fun. rode on scooters, oh, which like that was so we fun. didn't think we were gonna do, but that's a big thing that people do in Bali, and so. My guy uh, that I went on a date with, he has lived there for two years. And um, so I like trusted him being on the scooter. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the the people at the farm, again, like a very, very reminiscent of the experience at Fireside um, and just feeling like really connected to people. Um, And traveling to next, don't we have a potential trip to Milan coming up Um, next month?
1: potential trip to Milan I'm guessing either next month or yeah. the month after but yeah that's um we're looking into that
0: so yeah. Italy's
1: always very exciting it's it, will it be your first time in Italy
0: it will what? it will this has been like my first actual major big travel trip and that's also why like I'm so so happy and so thankful that I was able to share it with you and that Aww, like, I was able to take in all those experiences but also like it's an experience I'll always look back on that like yeah I got to go on this like amazing girls trip and like it brought us so much closer together so much closer. And it it just blows my mind like how different friendships can be like I have very I would say three other girlfriends where I feel like it's a similar dynamic with me and you where I can just a hundred percent be myself we can be in the same room we can poop. Right in front of we each do. other. We do. I mean, we do. We shower in yeah, front of each other. We can shower right in front of each other. And like, we can FaceTime for like five hours out in one day and still be like, what are you doing? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and to me, that just like, I I'm, I always try to make sure that I don't ever take that for granted mm-hmm. and it always is really reflected to me like when I hang out with a friend that maybe I'm not as close with that I'm like oh wow like you know that's kind of sucks I feel like holding my fart right now like mm-hmm. <sighs> it's never you know? a good idea
1: especially <laughs> when you're flying let me tell you guys Taylor did not did Oh, not- neither did you <laughs>
0: You're right. But I'm telling you, like anyone who's traveling, guys, do not hold it in. That's terrible. That was actually, one of you guys DMs me when I was asking about like, how do we handle long flights? And someone was legit. They were like, I know this, it might be TMI, but like, I really encourage you don't hold in your farts on those long planes because it can be really dangerous. And like, you know, you need to let it out. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to This person is a genius. Yep. And can definitely <laughs> be part of our social group of friends. Yes, hundred percent. But yeah, great advice. Don't hold in your farts, and um, this is also why the last episode was not getting aired. So we should wrap it it up now before we go too far into poop. (laughs) We were doing so well. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm glad we finally got to kind of debrief on our like those like three and a half weeks Mm -hmm. of traveling together. And more to come. My goodness. More I'm to come.
1: I'm so excited. I'm like, I miss you. I know. Well, I got to come to Seattle. And you got to actually spend more time in Montreal.
0: I do. I do. Well, and I'll be in Toronto, but you won't be there. I'll be in Vegas. Well, we'll see each other soon-ish, hopefully. Um, if not, we'll just keep on FaceTiming each other. <laughs> day. Every day. Five <laughs> times a day. Works for me. Yes. Yes. Um, But you guys should check out Vanessa on her pod where she talks about how she sucks at dating. Um, But I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. (laughs) You are. Yeah. You are. I've seen so much growth in you just even like this last month. I know. It's amazing. Crazy. Even this last weekend, I'm like,
1: who am I? Yeah. It's really nice. I feel like uh, a little bit of maturity has uh, developed within me. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this can Absolutely. be for an, an entire other episode.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We sh- we need a uh, business chat. Yeah, we do. To have like a, a girl chat pod. I
1: mean, should Tay and I have like... Fun? <laughs> <laughs> should we have fun? <laughs> the
0: Taynessa pod. <laughs> the Taynessa pod. <laughs> so much to talk about. I know, right? We should like just... Let's... Talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, Where were we? They kept saying that at camp. At camp, camp. yeah. This guy kept saying he kept making plugs for like. Let's "Let's talk about about it, it, guys. Let's talk about it. it. And he had no idea that I had a pod that was called "Let's Talk About It." So funny, we were just dying. It was hilarious. It's so funny, yeah. But yeah, we'll chat more. You'll be back on the pod again. One hundred percent um but thanks again for debriefing on our wonderful travels um you guys can find vanessa at help i suck at dating and also on the gram vanessa grimaldi 30 because she's 30, 30. 30 forever,
1: forever. <laughs> yeah, it's because i'm born on the 30th <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Grimaldi was taken.
0: Yes. Um, and thank you guys for listening. This episode is a little bit longer, but hopefully, you guys enjoyed every minute of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. My voice yes. cracked there. Okay. Guys. <laughs> it's okay we're all going through puberty it's alright I'm breaking out all over my forehead it's a fun time um, but please 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 head on over to iTunes and leave a review and rate us and let me know what you guys are liking about the pod and um, I'll be back next week probably one more travel themed episode hopefully this next one will be with Casey and you guys can hear about traveling solo overseas as a lady um, so tune in next week and I hope you guys Have a fantastic week. I will talk to you next time. This podcast is brought to you by
1: Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.
0: Surgeons keep our hearts beating. They do the amazing, help save lives, and so can you.